You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 2nd, 2018. My name is Philip Rossman Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Happy to be here with you. On a Friday, happy end of the week to you all. Today, we're just going to clean out the notebook a little bit. A couple of quick news items that I want to talk about. Very briefly, we'll preview Friday's game against the Washington Wizards. Or, not Friday's game, Saturday's game against the Washington Wizards. Get you set for that. And then we'll head into the weekend, and we'll be back Sunday with our usual Orlando Magic Daily Facebook Live. I will have my last entreaty about the trade deadline. I'm prepping and working on my Orlando Magic trade value column. I'm hoping to have that up and ready to publish uh, Sunday. If not Sunday, then for sure Monday. So I'll discuss that a little bit on Sunday's Facebook Live, as well as take your fake trade. So send me your fake trades. You can do that on Twitter, at Daily or at LockedOnMagic. I will review your fake trades, discuss what they tell us about the direction the Magic might head, uh, and and what the magic might be looking at, and 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 I'll get to laugh at you as well for some of the some of the bad fake trades, or you'll get to hear me shoot down because I get very conservative around the trade deadline. I'm gonna fully admit that I am not a, an aggressive trade person, uh, but obviously we're in trade season, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about fake trades at the very least. See what we can learn from that. That'll be Sunday at noon over on the OrlandoMagicDaily.com Facebook page. That's Facebook.com slash OrlandoMagicDaily. We'll go Sunday at noon for about an hour as we've done every Sunday. We'll keep it going on this Super Bowl Sunday. And speaking of the Super Bowl, of course, I'd be remiss if I did not tell you to get ready for the Super Bowl. There's only one place that I would go. There's actually two places I would go, and that's Locked On Patriots and Locked On Eagles. Just like Locked On Magic covers the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail every single day, Locked On Patriots and Locked On Eagles do the same for their teams as they get ready for Super Bowl 52. I think it's 52. I don't know what the Roman numerals are. It's in Minneapolis. That's all I know. So be sure to check those podcasts out. You can also check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On NFL and Locked On NBA Podcast Networks. Just search search on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. I'm sure it's Locked On Magic. You've already subscribed to that. Be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. As I said, today we're going to clean out the notebook a little bit. A couple of quick news items that I want to get to and discuss very briefly here on the show today. And the first one, of course, is the Orlando Magic have a representative at All-Star Weekend. Their lone representative at All-Star Weekend will be none other than Aaron Gordon making his third straight appearance in the slam dunk contest. After much speculation, after much kind of hand-wringing, Aaron Aaron has decided that he will go for the gold one more time in an absolutely loaded slam dunk contest field. Aaron Gordon, probably still the heavy favorite. I would bet he is the betting favorite to win the championship. This will be his third time in the the competition. Going to have to come up with some fresh ideas and certainly execute them better than he did last year. The drone dunk just did not work. Gordon's already promised there will not be any drones this time around. He's going to rely on his natural athleticism. But it's going to be a very difficult field. Victor Oladipo of the Indiana Pacers, former Magic Slam Dunk Contest uh, uh, competitor as well. Larry Nance Jr. of the Los Angeles Lakers and Dennis Smith of the Dallas Mavericks round out the field as Aaron Gordon will have his work cut out for him. 
obviously, it's it's fantastic to see a Magic representative at All-Star Weekend. Uh, you know, worst team in the league. You're not expecting a whole lot of representation on this weekend. And once again, we'll be putting a lot of our hopes and dreams on Aaron Gordon just to give us something positive to cheer for. It's been a fantastic season for Aaron Gordon already. He's averaging 18 points per game. Uh, effective field goal percentage is up in the 50s. He's shooting, what, 34 35% from beyond the arc. He has had a really good year. And he's still got a lot more that he's got to develop, and we want to see him continue to grow throughout the year. But the dunk contest is very much his roots. It's very much part of who he is as a player. And part of what makes him special is that that supreme athleticism that we see every time he participates in the dunk contest. People are still talking about that dunk contest from two years ago against Zach Levine, one of the greatest dunk contests in NBA history. Matching that is going to be very difficult. The bar is set very high when it comes to Aaron Gordon and dunk contests. But if there's any person that deserves to win a dunk contest who has done enough in dunk contests past to pick up the trophy it's got to be Aaron Gordon. And certainly that dunk contest with Zach Levine, most people would say that Aaron should have won it or that it should have been a tie. I don't think you'll find very many people who think that Zach Levine should outright won it. Sorry. We won the trophy. We'll give it to him. But I don't think many people would say that Zach Levine had the better dunk performance overall that night. It was just a overwhelming night that I think caught everyone by surprise. There's no catching anyone by surprise now. Aaron's going to have to come up with something very fresh, something very new, and execute it perfectly to have any to have his chance at winning this trophy. Again, I would still bet that he is the favorite. That's how high the expectation is when it comes to Aaron Gordon and dunk contests. He's turned his individual games into individual dunk contests, it seems. Just... I remember, I remember joking with him after a game, after, I forget which game, but he had a had a windmill dunk and it just looked very casual. And I remember joking with him after the game saying, uh, when did you, do, I, I remember asking him, when did you decide to do the windmill? And he's like, you know, it's been a while since I've done it, since I've had a breakaway dunk. So I just decided to, to do something, do something real fast. And I was like, yeah, it, it, it seemed very casual. And he agreed with the, with the description. Nothing casual in Los Angeles this, 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 uh, in a couple weeks. Nothing casual in the dunk contest. Aaron Gordon's got to bring it because he's got some very good competition. Uh, Larry Nance is an athletic freak. Guy can jump out of the gym. Dennis Smith, we've seen him put on dunk contests in pregame warm-ups. Victor Oladipo had a fantastic dunk contest that only Zach Levine could beat that year. So it's going to be a fun dunk contest. I think it's going to be a fun All-Star Saturday night. All-Star Saturday night's always fun. The three-point contest is a loaded field as well. Um, you know, that the whole night will be great and it'll be good to have a Magic player representing at the at NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, did not look like there would be one for a while. So definitely a big, big moment for Aaron Gordon. Uh, obviously, uh, the Magic will need him to, 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 to show up and show out and bring home that trophy finally. First time was amazing. Second time was disappointing. Third time... It's time to win the hardware. So let's see what Aaron Gordon has in store in a couple of weeks. 
As I said, we're cleaning out the notebook a little bit today, and uh, we got a little bit of an injury update, actually, uh, coming out from Houston. Uh, both both uh, Nikola Vucevic spoke to the media in Houston, uh, told John Denton of OrlandoMagic.com that he is hopeful that he will be back in practice, at least, or doing full contact drills next week. Nikola Vucevic, of course, fractured his hand December 23rd against the Washington Wizards up in Washington was going to knock him out six to eight weeks. Six six weeks from Saturday, from that day, from December 23rd, is this Saturday, ironically, against Washington. I never expected Vucevic to be back by then. Um, I, I figured the Magic would take things slowly with him. Vucevic is still gaining strength back in that, in that hand. Uh, it hasn't been hit yet. It hasn't been subjected to contact yet. And so, obviously, there's still a little ways to go. I wouldn't expect Vucevic back before the trade deadline, which is obviously a big day on the calendar. In fact, I still don't expect Vucevic back before the All-Star break. I would kind of suspect that they will get him back into practice a few times, give him the All-Star break to rest and recover, and then when the Magic and the team gets back from the All-Star break, that's when we'll probably see Nikola Vucevic. But it's obviously still a little ways away. It's, it's, It's a little premature to speculate when he will be back. But It'll obviously, I think, be a good thing. Even though the Magic's offense has played really, really well since, uh, really since, not since Vucevic's injury, but in the last 10 games, the Magic are a better team with Nikola Vucevic. I I think there's no getting around that. Statistically, he is one of the most important players on this team. The Magic run a lot of their offense through him. They trust his passing at the elbow and trust his playmaking at the the elbow and in in the mid-range. He's able to make shots at, at a fairly consistent and high rate, and he's someone that this Magic team trusts. Defensively, even, this team is better defensively with him, out, with him out there. Of the Magic's players, by net rating, Maurice Spates is number one, plus 4.0 net rating. I know, I just saw that too, and I'm shocked. Nikola Vucevic is second with a minus 0.2 net rating. Magic have a 108.4 offensive rating, the best offensive rating on the team when Nikola Vucevic is on the floor. This is a team with a 104.4 offensive rating overall. When Nikola Vucevic is on the floor, the Magic have a 108.4 offensive rating. He helps this team offensively. Defensively, he seems to help this team out a little bit too. 108.6 defensive rating is not great. It's slightly below the team's average, uh, but... No one else really does much better. Jonathan Isaac is a little bit better. Marie Spates is a little bit better. Terrence Ross is a little bit better. Uh, Ken Birch is a hair better. Uh, but the team at least is average for them defensively with Vucevic on the floor. I'm not going to say they're good. I'm not I'm not even going to say they're average. They're still pretty poor. But the effect that Bismack Biombo has defensively is a little bit overstated statistically. The Magic have not played good defense with Bismack Miyombo on the floor. They've played okay with Nikola Vucevic on the floor. So Vucevic helps this team. I think the statistics show that pretty pretty soundly, that Vucevic does make this team a little bit better. And they've played well without him, but Vucevic is someone you can dump the ball into and rely, get reliable points and get reliable baskets. That's something the Magic have missed. And so while I think there is a strong call and there are a lot of people that want to trade Nikola Vucevic, and that's fair, and, and I'm not going to completely disagree with that, Vucevic is still very valuable and is still someone that the Magic need. And so getting him back will be a good thing when it happens. It's still a little ways away. 
Let's not count our chickens before they hatch. Nikola Vucevic still needs to get through practice, still needs to get through contact drills, still needs to kind of get himself back into game shape before he's ready to go out there, before the Magic are ready to throw him out there. But that day is coming closer and closer. That day is coming very, very close. And getting just that player back, and Aaron Gordon should be back, I would suspect he'll be back Saturday, actually, from the strained hip flexor. Getting back whole, that's going to make the team a little bit better. And maybe that's not what people want. And I do suspect that the Magic will wait until Nikola Vucevic is 110% healthy before they play him. But the Magic want to get these guys out on the floor. At the very least, it helps uh, increase their trade value or, or increases uh, their perception around the league heading into the offseason or the trade deadline. But again, the Magic are closer to getting whole, are closer to getting Vucevic back. And I think everyone can sense that Vucevic is nearing his return. So definitely a good sign for Orlando that that is getting ready to happen. Let's turn our attention now to Saturday's game against the Washington Wizards. Another difficult game. Washington's always played the Magic difficult, but no John Wall in this game. John Wall had his knee cleaned out, had a scope to clean out some cartilage in his knee. Uh, So he is officially out for the game. Still, Washington is a dangerous team. They just beat Toronto on Thursday night. It was a a really really difficult game, a really uh, really uh, uh, interesting game overall for the team. But Washington has been getting good efforts from Bradley Beal time and time again. Bradley Beal has put in some incredible offensive efforts and has made life really really hard for defenses. He is scoring at will. Still. Washington is a team that's had its ups and downs. They play to their competition. Orlando gave them a run for their money a few weeks back. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're a team that's really struggled to put teams away. And the way Orlando's playing right now with the energy and effort they're playing, particularly on offense, maybe Washington's a team that's ripe for the picking. If the Wizards play up and down to their competition, Orlando can certainly take this game with the way that they've been playing lately. I mean, right now, Orlando's been able to compete with just about any team in the league. So, give the Magic their due. The Wizards, overall, in the season, have played some really good defense, a 105.3 defensive rating, but, again, they've been playing up and down to their competition of late. So, their defense has come and gone. Defense did not play well against Toronto, although Toronto is a very good team, so maybe don't don't throw the baby out with bathwater there. I've always said this. I I will continue to say this. The Magic are in a position where they cannot and should not focus on their opponent as much as they focus on themselves. If Orlando moves the ball, plays with some good defensive energy, they will have a chance to win this game. Washington is the kind of team that will let you stay in the game. But they're also the kind of team that will blow you out if you're not sharp. Even without John Wall. They're short at point guard for sure. But Bradley Beal is still dangerous. Otto Porter is still dangerous. Kelly Oubre is hitting threes. He's dangerous. Marcin Gortat will hunt down rebounds. Jan Mahinmi will hunt down rebounds. Thomas Sadoransky will beat you if you're not careful. This is still a really dangerous Wizards team, and this is still a team that the Magic have to play at a high level at to defeat. There's no getting around that. And that's really for every team. The Magic have to play at a high level to beat every team at this point. But Orlando is playing really, really well. Uh, it isn't just a, a one-game thing with the Lakers. They're playing some very good basketball. And the Wizards, even at 29-22, and 22, 
are the kind of team that the Magic should feel like they can compete with without having a quote-unquote perfect game. But Orlando will still have to play a good game to defeat even this depleted Wizards team. Washington is coming off a very nice win against Toronto, as I said. Very difficult, very uh, good team in Toronto. And Washington came from behind, behind Bradley Beal, made some big shots at the end of the game, and took it from them. So the Magic will have to be on their mark to get this win. Tip-off is at the Amway Center Saturday at 7 o'clock. It'll be on Fox Sports Florida or NBA League Pass if you're outside the Orlando viewing area. We'll have a complete recap of that game on the Facebook Live as well as Monday's episode of Locked On Magic. Like I said today, I just wanted to clean out the notebook on this Friday. I'll get you out of here early. I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can, of course, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We have a story up on Alfred Payton coming up later on Friday, as well as a look at what's left for the Orlando Magic for the rest of the year. So be sure to check those out on orlandomagicdaily.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today. Of course, you can fi- you, we'll be back on Sunday at noon on Facebook Live for the Orlando Magic Daily Facebook Live. Just check us out at facebook.com slash Daily. We're taking your fake trades. So send me your fake trades online at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Rossman Reich. I will see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.